Welcome to the Authentic Life Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Wusk. I'm a master certified life coach, author, personal trainer, and nutrition specialist. For over a decade, I've been helping people with their dreams and goals for their life and health. I spent many years watching people get frustrated with their journey in life and giving up on taking actions towards their goals. So I dug in deep to find answers to why so many of us face this same frustration and struggle in life. So in this podcast, we're going to dive in deep on topics surrounding what it means to consistently live a fulfilling and authentic life, where you are unstoppable in taking action towards your dreams and goals. So the only question is, are you ready to start living your most authentic and fulfilling life once and for all? Then let's get started, shall we? Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. For those of you listening in for the first time, welcome, welcome. You picked a great episode to join in on. It's going to be a short episode this week. I'm just getting back from vacation in Crete. And by the way, if you've ever thought about going, I highly recommend it. It totally lives up to all of the expectations that I had. It's a beautiful island. The food is amazing there. The ocean is just beautiful. It's I've never seen water this clear in an ocean before. It was so nice to be able to just get in the water and swim out. Also, I don't know about you all, but you know, I'm very fearful of shark attacks. And I looked up some statistics on shark attacks in the Mediterranean, and it turns out there's never been a recorded shark attack on the island of Crete, thanks to some currents that go on around the island, kind of driving these animals away from the island. So uh, not only is the water crystal clear, it's safe to swim in. And I just really enjoyed my time there. The weather was beautiful. We could not have picked a better week to go. The resort that we were staying in was all inclusive. The food was amazing. The view from our room was amazing. Our room was amazing. The staff there were so friendly. So we're just getting back from vacation this week, and as you noticed last week, I did not do a podcast episode. I decided this week, or this year for vacation, I am not, I'm not releasing a podcast episode. I took a week off. So I'm back this week, ready to release another podcast episode to you all. It's going to be a short episode this week because it's something that I talk about all the time, but I want to make a case for it in a slightly different way today. So today I'm talking about our emotions, and... I've talked about this so many times before, but I feel like maybe wording it in different ways is going to get through to you all the importance of this. You all know that, I mean, this podcast is all about authenticity. The coaching that I do is all about authenticity. And the power of authenticity, it doesn't just lie in the what we do. It doesn't just lie in the things that we do in life. It lies in how we also feel in life. And what I mean by that is, We are designed as humans to have a full spectrum of emotions. And being resistant to the full spectrum of emotions denies us that ability to be truly authentic. I know that there is so much teaching out there that has been going on for so long about how certain emotions are bad, they're negative, we need to resist them, we need to get rid of them as fast as possible. I get it, we've all been taught this. And what I want to encourage you all to begin thinking about today, begin looking in your life at today, is how frequently in your life is the action that you're taking, the things that you're doing about trying to feel better versus feeling better. And you're probably scratching your head at me like what you just said the same thing. So what I want you to begin thinking about 
is how frequently in your life do you do things like eating food, drinking alcohol, going on vacations, going shopping, um, doing things, just random fun little whatever things to entertain yourself, going to get your nails done, your hair done, um, you know, going to hang out with friends, going to watch television, scrolling through your phone. I want you to start paying attention to the motivation behind the vast majority of the behavior in your life. And what I mean is, I want you to pay attention to, before you do anything in your life, how much of it is about you trying to feel better about yourself and your life. How much of it is about trying to either numb out of, or suppress, or distract from an emotion that your body and your mind are trying to get you to experience. And you go about doing things, cleaning, cooking, eating, talking, doing anything, reading. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be any activity. It could even be something that people talk about as being a healthy activity, like exercising. If you're doing it to alter the state of your emotional experience in this moment in time, or in the moment in time when you're doing it, you're doing it to try and feel better about yourself and your life. And what I want to encourage you to do is start paying attention to how frequently this happens in your life, in your day-to-day activity, because I promise you it's probably occurring far more often than you think it is. And this is dangerous territory, my friends, that we have been socially programmed to move into, into these behavior cycles of resisting our true emotional experience with activities that are about distraction about numbing out, and about suppressing our true emotional experience. And then we wonder why it is when we set goals for ourselves, especially involving our health and our relationships with other people, that when they start getting to a space where the things that we would want to do to keep moving towards our goal become uncomfortable and we give up, or we distract, or we procrastinate. And what I want for you to begin to notice is that the, the huge reason why we're doing this is because we've created such a pattern in our life of avoiding those uncomfortable emotions, of suppressing those uncomfortable emotions, distracting from those uncomfortable emotions. And I want to begin to make the case for you all here that we want to stop doing that because it is the reason why so many of us are struggling to create the lives we are designed to thrive in because we've been accepting and surviving a life that we're not designed to thrive in for so long, that in order to change into creating the life we want, we're going to go through some discomfort as we change our mindset, as we change our behaviors, as we change our belief systems surrounding life and ourselves and what's possible for us. And the truth is, so many of us give up on that process so quickly and so early on because we're so busy trying to feel better instead of trying to feel better. And so here's what I mean by that. Instead of feeling better, we want to feel better. And you might be confused because I'm, I'm putting the emphasis on different words and you're like, I don't understand what is the difference here. What I want you to begin focusing on is the importance of being able to feel all of our emotions in a better way. 
And I don't mean by altering the emotion or belittling it or trying to get rid of it as fast as possible or, or you know, um, denying that it's that it's a big emotion or somehow rejecting the emotion or negating the emotion or diminishing the emotion. I'm talking about being able to feel the emotion better. Being able to experience the full scale of emotions in our life in a way that doesn't derail us, in a way that doesn't cause us to become reactive and act out of our own code of values, our authentic code of values, but being able to be present, fully present with any emotion at any intensity and allow for it with peace, with acceptance, and while still being able to choose responses in our life that align with creating the life we truly desire and want based on what we are designed for. That is feeling better. Being able to feel better. And this is what I work with so many of my clients on, and I think so many of you all are not grasping this concept because there's so much misinformation out there in the personal development space that is about pampering ourselves and that being self-care and just saying no to things that we don't like doing and that's self-care and putting up boundaries against toxic people and that's self-care and you know what boundaries are great but first of all the way that we're being taught to set up boundaries is really messed up it's not really boundaries at all we're basically giving other people ultimatums to be in our life and telling them how they have to behave for us to care about them that's not boundaries at all And self-care is not about pampering and making our life comfortable. It is about doing the things that are truly important for us, even when they feel uncomfortable. Even when other people tell us that we're being selfish or wrong for doing the things that are truly important for us, that we know are important for us, that align with our authentic code of core values. They might not align with theirs, and they might not understand it, but instead of slipping into people-pleasing and doing what they suggest we do and backing down from what's truly important for us for the sake of other people thinking good of us, we stick with what we know is important for us. We keep building the life we want, and we let the people that don't want to come with us not come with us, and we wish them the best. We love them, but we don't allow their opinions of us, their words about us, or our opinions of what we think their opinions are about us to stop us from doing what is important for us. That is self-care. That is self-care, my friends. It's not about going to get your nails done and going to get your hair done and going shopping and going to the spa and getting a massage and going on vacations and buying all the nice things. That is not self-care, my friends. Now, when we're building the life that we truly, truly desire that aligns with our authentic code of core values, those will be parts of our life sometimes. And I'm not saying that they are wrong and they are not part of what could be self-care. But when we're doing those things out of resistance to our true emotional experience of life, because we're resisting the things that we truly want to do with our life because they're uncomfortable, and then we have a whole other set of emotions that come up because we're resisting what is truly important for us, and we're resisting doing the things that would build the life that is truly important for us. And because of the emotions that come up there, we're doing all of these pampering things to try and buffer away and negate and diminish and take the edge off this emotional experience. That is not self-care, my friends. If what you are doing and calling self-care is about making yourself feel better in the moment versus the true feelings that are there, then you are not self-caring at all. 
That is not self-care, my friends. Sometimes self-care is deeply uncomfortable. It is deeply entrenched in feeling sadness and feeling anger and feeling frustration and feeling boredom. (laughs) That's another one. This is like the, I think the ultimate emotion that everyone resists these days is boredom. And my friends, boredom is an important emotion to experience and to allow for it to be there and not feel the need to get rid of it. Because what boredom shows you, if you allow it to be around long enough, is what is truly important for you in life that you're not doing. But we don't ever get to that point because we're so busy trying to buffer away the the boredom. And it's, I mean, the ways to do it are available to us 24-7 everywhere. All you got to do is pick up your phone. So my friends, I want to make the case today, again, for you all, that the true important thing for us to be focusing on right now is not to feel better about ourselves and our life, but to be able to feel better, to be able to allow for emotions and fully experience the feeling of them better without the resistance, without the panic, without the need to take the edge off, to numb it out, to resist it, to suppress it, to reject it, to diminish it. Being able to really feel them better. And what I want to offer you all is that when we're able to do this, when we learn that skill of being able to allow for any emotion to come into our life when it's ready to, and really give it the space to process, not become reactive to it or resistant to it, and not to reject it or to be terrified of it or think that it needs to go, but to just really allow it to be there. Also, not to indulge in it. That's the other thing. A lot of us think that, you know, feeling an emotion means we indulge in it. Like we're feeling sadness. And so we just stop doing everything in our life that's truly important for us so we can mope around and feel sorry for ourselves. That's not feeling an emotion, my friends. Now, sometimes in sadness, we will be still and we will allow for the emotion to be there and we will listen and we will, we will halt other actions in life so we can fully listen, but we're not doing it to feel sorry for ourselves and indulge in the sadness and say, oh, poor, poor, poor me. Look at me. I'm so sad. That's so bad. It's about allowing for the emotion saying, hey, sadness, welcome. Come sit down. Let's talk. What are you here for? What do you want to show me about myself and my life and my belief systems? Take as much time as you need. Speak as loud as you want to to me. I'm here to listen. That's called feeling better. And I want to make the case for you all today that that is the skill that so many of us are lacking in being able to create the lives that we truly want, even being able to see the lives that we truly want. Because my friends, behind all of those emotions that you are numbing out of, that you are resisting, that you are rejecting and diminishing, Behind those is the vision of what you are truly here and designed to create in this life. And so many of us, not only are we not able to create the life we want, we don't even truly know how to see the life that we want because we're so busy out here negating our emotions, numbing out of our emotions, and people-pleasing other people, we don't even see the vision of what we truly want in our life, much less being able to allow for the uncomfortable emotions that are going to come up when we start changing our belief systems and showing up in a different way to create that life. And the skill that we need that we truly want to be able to do that is being able to feel better, being able to allow for our feelings 
in all of their capacity. Being able to really listen to them and what they're there to show us and tell us. That is feeling better versus trying to feel better. Do you understand the difference here? Trying to feel better is about trying to change what emotions you are experiencing. Feeling better is allowing for all of them and seeing what they are there to show you, teach you, and guide you into creating strengths, creating skills, and changing your belief systems about life to allow you to create the life that you are designed to create and thrive in, in this life. That's why you are here. And so many of us are missing out on this in life because we haven't learned how to feel better. And I want to encourage you today to lean in and pay attention to how much in your life you're trying to feel better over trying to feel better. And as I said, you'll notice it because you'll notice the amount of times you go to do something that is about trying to run away from, escape, or diminish, or numb out of, or suppress a feeling that you're currently feeling that you don't like and you think it needs to go away for you to enjoy your life. If there is any emotion trying to come up that you are convinced you can't allow for it because you can't enjoy life if that emotion is there, my friends, you are trying to feel better I'm not trying to feel better. And I want to make the case for feeling better. It's going to be the key to you unlocking your potential to create the life that you're designed to feel fulfilled by. And the truth is, you'll never know how to feel true fulfillment when it arrives if you don't learn how to feel better. This is the crazy part about it. Because so many of us, we think that we're just out here resisting the quote-unquote negative and bad emotions. But the truth is, as we learn to numb out of those and resist those and suppress those, as we learn to take the edge off of those, we also at the same time diminish our ability to fully experience the other side of the emotional spectrum. Because we experience in contrast So if you're only able to feel a little bit of sadness before it gets so uncomfortable that you resist it, you're also only going to be able to feel a little bit of happiness before you start worrying about when is the sadness coming back or worrying about is this enough? Did I do enough? Did you know, do I need more? I need to do more of these things to feel more enough happiness. It's I'm telling you, my friends, feeling better doesn't just mean that we're able to experience all of the emotions that we call negative and bad. It also allows for us, when we truly accomplish something important for us, to experience the, those emotions that we, we think are the emotions we want to experience and not the others. It allows for us to feel all of the emotions, even the ones that we label as positive, even better. It allows for us to feel them better. And I want to encourage you all today to lean in and pay attention to where you might be strengthening the skill to feel better at the expense of being able to feel better. And when we learn to feel better, we also experience more joy, more fulfillment, more satisfaction, more of the emotions in life that we think are the only emotions we want to feel. And we can't even feel them because we're too busy trying to avoid a whole other side of the emotional spectrum. And being able to feel all of the emotions also allows us to accomplish the things in life that we are here and designed to accomplish. And we're feeling a whole lot 
a very strange and powerful emotions and becoming reactive to them because we're resisting that calling of what we truly want and desire in life because we're afraid of the emotional experience that comes along with it. And feeling better is the skill that we need to break free from that cycle. That's all I've got for you all today. Lean in, pay attention. When you're ready to learn what it means to authentically feel better, I've got your back. Just reach out to me. All of the ways you can contact me are in the show notes or in the the outro to this podcast episode. So listen up, look in the show notes, reach out to me. I've got coaching programs to work with you one-on-one on being able to realign with your authentic self, which includes emotional responsibility and being able to feel better and become unstoppable in creating the life that you are truly designed to thrive in and stop surviving this version of life that someone else handed to you where you are constantly resisting emotions and feeling anxious and like you can't achieve enough success to feel fulfilled in life. I've got you. Reach out. Let's talk. See if my one-on-one coaching is designed for what you're looking for. I love you all. And until we meet again here next week, ciao. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the content of this podcast. If you did, please subscribe so that you're one of the first people to know when I release a new episode each week. If you have any questions or if you have interest in learning more about the coaching that I do with my clients one-on-one, then just head over to my website at www.lifecoachseth.com. That's www.lifecoachseth.com. There you're going to have the ability to reach out to me for questions that you might have, or to book your free discovery call with me to discuss what one-on-one coaching with me might be like for you. You can also check out and order your copy of my book to get a taste of what I'm all about as a person and as a coach. I'm so happy that you joined us today, and I hope to have you here again next week. So until then, let authenticity be the guide to your most unstoppable and fulfilling journey of life.